Welcome to Goodwill Talk. We're so glad you're here today. At Goodwill Talk, you'll get to know your pastors, hear answers to your questions, gain biblical perspective on things going on in the world, and most of all, grow in your love for Jesus and the Bible. Let's listen in to today's conversation. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Goodwill Talk. This is Pastor Marcus Ortega with you, one of your hosts. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Jessica Kilduff. Jess, how's it going? It's great. Good. Very, very good. How are you? I'm good. It's Holy Week. You're not with us this week. No. You're I'm, the, I'm the here now, but I'm, I'm preparing to go to the beach. Yeah, you'll be at By the, the time this comes out, I'll be We'll have to out. talk about that. All right, listen, this is the second time we're recording it. I had a great joke about having a date ah. that I can't really say the second time because it won't hit as well. I mean, here's the thing. I'm getting vaccinated today. I get my first shot. I'm going down to, to Goshen. They just opened up spots. I'm going to get a shot. I'm looking forward to this. I, I want to be vaccinated, so I'm going to do it. Are, do, are you getting yours? I, uh, when I get home from Florida, okay. I was a little worried about like timing and, yeah. you know, I'm gone for two weeks. So snowstorms and things, I just wasn't sure about that. So yeah. I'm just going to wait till I come home. That's fair. I mean, have you ever on, on this trip and we'll talk about this trip in a minute, but you, have you gotten snowed out of this before? Uh, there is nothing that could keep me from Florida, <laughs> Okay, but I, I have had to be flexible with our dates of, uh, you right. know, like, oh, there's a snowstorm coming. We're going to leave two days okay. early or two days. Not, not usually late. Usually okay. we only add to the trip, not yeah. take from it. So, um, so you're getting your vaccine when you get back. Yeah. I get to get mine now. Uh, but here's the thing. Like people have different views on this. Yeah. Some people are comfortable with it. Some people aren't. That's okay. Like my hope is that those who are getting the vaccine wouldn't be jerks to those who aren't and that those who aren't won't be jerks to those who are. Be gracious with each other. It's kind of a biblical thing to do. <laughs> not, just, not vaccinating. No. Just be gracious. Be, being gracious <laughs> yes, is the biblical thing. Yeah, that's what I just want everyone yeah, to fair. Good clarification. Clarify. It is biblical to love one another. <laughs> Even if you disagree on whether or not you should get the vaccine, just love each other. But uh, but I'm excited to get mine. I, you know, I want to visit people in the hospital and soon it's going to be kind of required that you have it, similar to the flu shot. If you're going to visit people in hospitals as clergy, you need to have a flu shot. Yeah, we're going to have to have our, our COVID vaccine as well. Um, so it's just it only makes sense for the pastors to be thinking through when we're going to get it, how we're going to get it, all that. So. I'm excited to have mine. Uh, by the time this comes out, I don't think I'll have my second shot yet because there's normally like 21 days, right? And we're not that far I away from no Easter. Idea. But um, yeah, I'm excited. Well, good for you. Okay. Good for you, Miss Florida. <laughs> what? All right. It's Holy Week. Yeah. It's the holiest week on the Christian calendar. Yeah. And every year you go to Florida with your family during Correct. Holy Week. What, how did this happen? Why what, Why is this? My, well, the timing of it is my mom worked for the school district. So, you okay. know, like if we wanted to take a vacation during the school year, spring break is the time and where you have extended. always during Holy it's Week, always, right? Yeah, it's always the week before or the week after. And um, so that's just my grandmother has a house down there. My parents now have a house down there that we go and stay in. So we always like from, I don't know, I can remember going like in middle school. To okay. Florida for a week during spring break. So, so this goes back. Oh, like for my whole life, I've always been in Florida for Easter. Wow. And so when Matt and I got married, I was like, we're going to Florida for Easter because that's what we do. And we still go down. And it's nice. His parents live in Florida, too. I was going to say, I don't think so he's complaining see, about no, that. No, we get to see everybody. And the kids get to like spend some time with their grandparents at the beach and just hang out. So so when the Kildas do Florida, is this like 
six, seven days on the beach with <laughs> Leave Me Alone? Or is this Disney every year? Like, how do you do this? Um, We do like to go to Disney. And on occasion, we'll go, like, for a day or, yeah. or two every few years. Okay. But there happened when the kids were little, it just happened like three years in a row. We went for just a day. And then Natalie, when she was like four or five and she was packing to go to Florida and I'm going to wear this dress to see the princesses. And I was oh, like, Oh, we're no. not going to see the princesses this year. And she like did not understand <laughs> going to Florida <laughs> and not going to see the princesses. But yeah. no, normally it is straight down to the beach. We go for two weeks okay. and we try to pack in three weekends so, nice. uh, you know, just a really long extended trip. Usually a week of it, we have tours at my parents' house that we, you know, okay. do some maintenance. Yeah. They have tenants that are in there. So like any of that okay. kind of stuff we'll take care of. And then you get to see his parents. And, and, and his parents will come over for a few days. And then we just like sit on the beach for 10 hours a day. So his parents are in Florida. I mean, when's the last time you saw them then? We saw them. We went to Disney. They took us okay. um, for the kids' Christmas present in January of 2020. And that's the last time you saw them. And that's the last time. We, and usually we wow. see them every three or four months. You know, well, between us going to Florida and then coming up here, we usually see them pretty frequently, you know, a couple times a year. And so this has been a long time. Man. We're really, really, really excited to see them. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, COVID, <laughs> COVID has done so much to mess yeah. things up. Including... They're going to be like shocked how big the kids are. Oh, I can't imagine if they haven't seen them in 15 months. Your kids yeah. are growing like sprouts. It's yeah. going to happen. So um, the other thing COVID screwed up for us last year was was Holy Week. Yeah. I mean, we well, it was are... like right before. Remember, we were like, maybe we'll be open. Maybe like Easter is going to be great. We're, we're going to be back open after this two weeks. We're going we're gonna gonna to blow huge. it out. It's going to be massive. And we ended up not with that. Yeah. And even, and even a year later, still not being able to no. do that. I mean, you know how we'd like to that was quite a change in in our mindset i mean i remember um when when we decided to close down our goodwill locations i was in israel i wasn't a part of those conversations right. um i got back on the 15th which i think was the first sunday we weren't open and the idea was we'll be closed for two weeks we'll kind of just ride this little wave and we'll reopen um and we won't even blink it's not a it's not a big deal then it starts to spread a little bit more in time and we're thinking okay easter is the week that we just blow this thing out because we're going to be gone from one another for a few weeks it's going to feel like forever and then we all know what happened right we don't even open any of our locations for anything until june yeah i think for in, months and months. yeah it was it was rough and uh so what we want to do today is just kind of walk people through what is holy week going to be like um you know, people just experienced Palm Sunday. That was yesterday. Um, if you go to Montgomery, you notice you didn't have your worship leader with you because your worship leader is currently holding his brand new baby. Uh, Jeff. Hopefully they're all sleeping, actually. Yeah, that's kind of, we're, we're hoping for lots of sleep for you. Lots of rest. When When is the baby due? The baby is due March 25th. March 25th is when yeah. the baby comes. And no the baby's coming no later than that. So we know... That by mm -hmm. Palm Sunday, little one was here. Tell mm -hmm. people who don't know, boy or girl. It's a boy. We we still haven't totally decided on the name yet. Okay. So we're still working on is an that. excellent name. What are you Jessie doing? Jesse is uh, taken by somebody you, close to us. You don't get to name their baby. I can name every baby. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a thing you're allowed that to do. That is the right yeah. of a friend. <laughs> I think that every girl should be named Jessica and every boy should be named Jesse. And yeah. no one has done it yet. <laughs> 
I mean, yeah, because it's weird to have your friend demand to have their child named after <laughs> if you, you. If you know me, it's not that weird that I'm demanding this. <laughs> That's amazing. So, um, so we have people here uh, to to fill in for Jeff because he is doing what all new dads should do: hanging out at home, supporting mom, hanging out with the new baby. So, uh, it's all going to feel a little bit different. Uh, because Jeff's not going to be up front in Montgomery. Uh, across the rest of the board, we got our normal worship leaders in our locations. So I hope you enjoyed Palm Sunday. Hopefully the palms that you were waving um, were not the size of a bus like they were <laughs> a couple of years back. I don't know if or was this last year. This was just last year's palms. People might remember we ordered them and they were massive. I they remember I was two years ago. I've seen. Two years ago. No, this was last year because it was on film. It was last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was in Florida and <laughs> oh, I, yeah. you know, like we have the palm trees outside. So I yeah. sent the kids out, like, go get palms and then come they're in saying, and we're going to like watch it. And, yeah, and yeah. they're these ginormous. They're yeah. social distancing palms. fronds because <laughs> yes, they were six feet long. <laughs> that's what we called them. <laughs> they were massive. So hopefully they're more hopefully, typical. Yes, size. yes. I think what you're supposed to do with those is just break off like one spear of the palm frond. Yes. But we didn't do that because <laughs> like we didn't have full trees. We, we had these full things. They were so heavy and so big. I, I remember dropping it um, during the recording and you can hear the thump as it hits, <laughs> as it hits the stage. It was incredible. So, um, you know, Palm Sunday was yesterday. Let's talk a little bit about this. I mean, obviously we talked about it in the sermon, but Jess, as you think about Palm Sunday, you grew up in the church. Like what memories do you have? Uh, what What is it? What is Palm Sunday meant to you? I always remember um, the your palms and like waving them and just excitement in the church and like jumping and, you know, jumping up and down, jumping up and down, jumping up and down, show Hosanna, Hosanna, <laughs> songs like that. Wow. So maybe kitschy. Yeah. Okay. But that's still but, fun. But, you memory. know, just like excitement and jubilation. Yeah. yeah. Because you, when I was a kid, we only went for a week to Florida. So I was usually here for for, okay. uh, for Palm Sunday. Okay. All right. Well, I, I, I mean, every year, uh, I don't know what, what it was yesterday, um, but I remember when I was in Montgomery where it was like Jeff would find every single song with Hosanna in it and play them all, <laughs> all in one. So we wouldn't hear them for the rest of the year. But that one Sunday, we got all of them all at once. And so, yeah, it's a celebration. It's, it's supposed to be. It's the arrival of the king into Jerusalem. That's really what we're celebrating. And um, there is a, there is a, a triumphal note to this. In fact, we call it the triumphal entry. Jesus is arriving. He's on a, uh, he's on a donkey instead of on a horse. He's a different kind of king who's arriving. But the, the people are yelling Hosanna. Their king is coming in. They believe that an, an earthly king who's coming to now set up his reign there in Jerusalem, uh, slightly misunderstanding what's happening. Right. Um, one day he will do that, but that wasn't for not the first, day. not that day. <laughs> um, but there's, yeah, it's a celebratory day. And the day, and the, there's kind of a bell curve. Uh, is bell curve that goes up like the inverted bell curve mm -hmm. to what the week looks like um you start with celebration but then you start with you end with even bigger celebration on easter and we'll, we'll get there in a second but um so we we had that yesterday this coming wednesday we have our first century passover meal with dr widbin um totally virtual this year and again this is a covid allowance um while vac while people are getting vaccinated we're not all there yet and so yeah. um 
we wanted initially to do this in person. Have you been to one of these? You've always been gone, right? Uh, yeah, I've not been to one with him. Okay. I, I have been, I think I was here for, for one at some point. I don't know if they did it early. Yeah. Um, did you do satyrs growing up? Uh, there was a Jewish family in my church, or uh, what are they called? In Jew, your neighborhood? No, Jewish Christian. Oh, 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 uh, Messianic Jew. Messianic Jew. Okay, all right. So there was a Messianic, sorry. <laughs> there was a Messianic family in the congregation that I grew up in. Okay. So yes, they would come in. I don't, I don't feel like we did it every year, but, you know, frequently enough that it was, it was you know, normal. That's cool. To, to have that. And then my sister-in-law is Jewish. So I have been to the Seder. They do like a model Seder okay. for the children where they talk about what they're doing instead yeah. of just like, what's happening? Right, oh, we're doing right. this. Okay. I don't understand. So they do a model Seder and they really talk about all of the different parts of it and, and what you're doing and why. So I've um, been to that at the Walden okay. uh, temple. Okay. So I, I didn't grow up with this. Um you know, it was, a, I think I remember having a Seder one time while I was a kid. And so when I came to Goodwill, um, they did a Seder every year. And so um, I'm like, oh, okay, this is going to be a regular routine. And we did it the first year we were here and we've never done a Seder since. <laughs> so like it was, it was the one other time that I've done a Seder. It was interesting. And then there were a couple different conversations that happened. So if people are wondering why we don't call it a Seder, why we don't do a Seder anymore. Um, one was a conversation that we were in dialogue with Brian Woodman, and another, uh, Pastor John was having a conversation with a, a, a Jewish um, chaplain there at the base. Mm -hmm. And we realized that the Seder is incredibly Jewish and not what Jesus would have done in the first century, that it's later. And so um, we started thinking through, and there was a, we would kind of Christianize the Seder a little bit. Wow. And, and that was also... I wouldn't say it was offensive to our Jewish friends, but they're kind of like, guys, it's, it's, it's not a Christian thing. It's a Jewish <laughs> right. thing. Quit trying to Christianize something that's not yours to Christianize. Right. Um, the first century Passover meal, though, is very Christian. And so we talked to Brian Widbin, who leads all our Israel trips, and said, hey, what does it look like to do a full-blown first century Passover meal instead of a Seder? And he got super excited. And if you've been around Dr. Whitman, you know how excited he can get about something. And he's like, yes, let's do it. And so two years ago was the first time that we had our first century Passover meal. We, we had the full sanctuary filled with tables, tons of food cooking all day. It was, it was really cool. Um, and we were planning on doing it again in 2020. Obviously, that didn't happen. So we were thinking 2021, let's do it. But COVID restrictions for right. food preparation are pretty intense. Which and, understandable. And I get it. Um, and then also spacing. How many people can be at a table and, and all that. It was like 30 people were going to get to be here. And um, Dr. Whitman wasn't going to be able to be here in person. So 30 people were going to show up for a lot of cooking and prep that we would have to do in a very specific way. It just didn't end up making sense to do it in person. So we're doing it virtually. And so here's my question, Jess, yes. because we're doing it virtually. Will your family be able to join us for our first century Passover meal on Wednesday? Do I just watch it or do I need to like make food? Yeah, you have to make a little food. So yeah, it's a good question. You can go to the website even right now. Okay. And you can get the ingredient list that Brian Woodbin has provided for us and kind of the steps for what you do. And then you watch and you participate. So you're not just watching. It's not just like a, a video explanation. 
he's physically going to do it with you. Uh, and you can go on goodwillchurch.org and sign up so that you can be a part of this. And you're participating with him virtually. Okay. It's going to be fun. I. It sounds fun. It also sounds like it could be some work to drag my family from the beach and do it. Oh, here's but we the- might participate. If we don't participate at the time, we might go back and participate at a, like the Can't next you morning do it or on something. The beach? I don't know. Look at the ingredient list. See if oh, it's look, a beach I probably have most of thing. the stuff that I need, except probably. like the shank. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's part of what, look at the ingredient but list, I go think, shopping. Like, most, that's, most of the stuff is stuff I would typically have in my yeah. house. And all of us are going to have to do that. We're all going to have to go shopping and get this stuff. Yeah. So, but it's going to be fun. It's, it sounds fun. I had wanted to go to the one last year. Yeah. Yeah. It's but it, not enough to not go on vacation. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Sorry. it's, it was a really cool uh, time with Dr. Whitbin and, you know, we pray that in 2022 we'll be able to do this in person with the full, the the full blown Passover feast and and have a good time. We're hoping for that. We'll see. The uh, see the ingredients list for this year is okay. a stew or a thick soup, so with something with meat chunks. Okay. Um, bitter greens, chicory, dandelion, arugula, kale. Kale is very bitter. Um, oil. Well, and are you, wait, hold on, hold on. Are you anti kale? Uh, moving on. <laughs> oil. <laughs> Oil and vinegar dressing on the side, uh, flatbread, yeast-free is traditional, purple grape juice or red wine, and then there's some optional things to fill out the meal, such as nuts and seeds, uh, olives and raw veggies, boiled eggs, dried fruit. Okay. And uh, and then they got a little um, uh, ingredient list, uh, recipe rather, on how to make the lamb stew if, if you feel... You want All to do right. that? that oh, kind of that's thing. it. If Matt, Matt, if Matt hears this, he's gonna. Where's my lamb stew? Yeah. Where's my lamb? I love <laughs> oh, lamb. Where's my stew? Yeah, it sounds really good. It's he's just, gonna be. He's gonna be listening to this episode on the beach right now as you're ahead. listening together. He's gonna, why? Why didn't we get lamb? You knew about this. I'm just hearing about this now. <laughs> I'm just now finding right. out about this. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. And this sounds really good. It's just not gonna hold a candle to Joyce Hansen's brisket. Oh, nothing uh, holds I just a candle. Gonna miss that. So Joyce, if you're listening, I'll give you my address. <laughs> Well done. I was wondering, like Jeff came in with the ingredient list. Ulterior motive. He wanted to. He wanted to ask. He he wants a post baby brisket. <laughs> hey, it seems like that, go. but that wasn't my intentions. Oh, that's funny. No, um, that's all totally doable. I the shank. Yeah. Like usually, there's like a bone. Oh yeah, that's, that's a like bit. That's a bit it. much. But that's what, all the rest of that is stuff that I would have. Oh yeah, it's going to be great, and uh, and I hope people take advantage of this. Like it's, I know I've and don't had overthink people, it. Like. Yeah. Just open up a can of Progresso soup with some, you know, like no that, that counts as stew. Absolutely. You don't have to like be cooking a big fancy meal. This can be like, you know, pull a couple of cans of stuff from the refrigerator. There's literally nothing you can't do in this that can't be done in a microwave. Yeah. Like don't, don't overthink it. Take part. It's a, it's just a, it's a fun way to keep us on a Wednesday with our minds and our hearts focused on what Christ did during Holy Week. Like that's the goal of this. The goal of this is to keep us focused on Jesus. Right. He had this meal with his pass with with his disciples. They ate a Passover meal and uh and then he was arrested. And that gets us to Monday Thursday. Um another thing I didn't grow up I grew up in a very kind of non-denominational Baptist background that didn't do any of this stuff. We we waved the palm fronds and then we did Easter, but we did nothing in between. We didn't have Good huh. Friday services. We didn't do any of that. And so this was all new to me when I started going to a Presbyterian church. Like first time I heard of Maundy Thursday, I'm like, what in the world are you guys talking about? Did you, But you grew up in a Presbyterian church. This is all 
old I, hat for you. I did, but I, again, I was not usually around for this time of year. So a lot of the things that were done right around Easter were not things that I was there to participate in. Um, but I do, I do feel like we did not Monty Thursday. I didn't really, I don't think had a lot of exposure to that until I was at Goodwill. The Monty Thursday okay. service is beautiful. Like gut wrenching. Oh dude. Yeah. It's a, um, I mean, so Monty is, it's derived from the, uh, from a Latin word for command. It's, um, the, the command to partake in the Lord's supper on a regular basis that we find in the new Testament that a lot of times the giving of alms or the caring of the poor, or the washing of feet is included in this. It's about that last moment when Jesus was with his disciples before he then goes to Gethsemane. And didn't he and command, is isn't that where he gives the command, you know, love, love one another yes. as I've loved you. Yes. And, and so Monday, Thursday, we, we celebrate Passover together on Wednesday. Then we shift to those final moments in the upper room on Thursday where he institutes the Lord's Supper for the first time and uh, commands his disciples to love one another. He washes their feet, remember, it, during this meal. That happens as well. And then he goes to Gethsemane and his arrest happens. And so there's really kind of two portions to our Monday Thursday service. There's the communion service, mm -hmm. but then there's something called tenebrae. Um, and tenebrae is a, uh, I mean, in, in some traditions, like our Catholic brothers and sisters, they do three days of tenebrae. Like it's this big, long thing, but really it's a darkness service. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the lights start to dim. Um, there's scripture readings. Sometimes, uh, you go through the, the last seven words of Jesus. Uh, you know, there's different ways to do this, but the point is to end in darkness. Um, our service is done virtually the same way every year. It's done with a choir every year. I know. I, I was I was talking to Bree earlier um, and asking her, like, what are the songs that the choir usually sings? Because there's a couple yeah. like that they always do with that. And um, I was like, I want to make sure that I make a, a playlist so that on Thursday while yeah. I'm in Florida, I can kind of just be listening to those. Because I know even if I watch the service, I'm not going to have And like the choir just adds something oh. to it, like the, well, the emotion. And, and, and here's the thing. It's not going to be live streamed. Yeah, we're not live because here's the thing. I get it. Like I get it. The Monday Thursday service Tenebrae is such an important part of it. It's about descending into darkness and it's really hard to do that on a screen. It's there are there are aspects of worship that are embodied. Yeah. They're that is true. physical. You have to literally be there and this is one of those services that a lot of worship is hard to translate through the screen, but we do our best. Mm -hmm. This one we've decided is basically impossible to yeah. translate through the screen. Um, I'll just sit on the beach and listen to my playlist then. I think that's a great way to do it. Like if people aren't able to come. Yeah. I mean, we can, uh, and maybe we can do this. Maybe we can put up there what songs are going to be uh, done during yeah. the during the worship service so that people can can download those songs and go through it themselves. Is there going to be music at it? Or there is music the at choir? it, yes. It's not the okay. choir. Um, we do have uh, Torin going to be here with his flute. So that that's a normal piece of it. So there's going to be bits of normalcy. Mm -hmm. um, we, we have people who are going to lead songs during it. There will be music. There will be communion. There will be the descent into darkness. All those things are going to be the same. Um, but it's going to feel different too because there's no choir and we're all kind of... Yeah. Well, go on YouTube that. and find a recording of Ah Holy Jesus. 
because mm-hmm. it will rip you. Yeah. It's beautiful. It does not play around. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a beautiful song. I remember song. like when I was first in the choir and they were practicing for, for Holy Week, which I knew I wasn't going to be at. And, um, you know, you're just listening and you're just like emotionally undone listening to it. It's yeah. just, just perfect. There are two services every year that I am just, I cannot wait for. I love the Easter service, all right? It is it is the declaration that we have as Christians, Christ is risen. Right. When it comes to worship experiences, the two that I love the most are Ash Wednesday and um, Maundy Thursday. Maundy Thursday, I think it's my wife's favorite service as well. Why does Maundy Thursday hit us so deep? I'm going to cry. I can't talk about it. No, because it's, you know, like, it's your fault. And I feel like the weight of that, like it's, it's your fault. Yeah. It's your fault. There and is, thank God you had a plan. Like you have a God that loved you enough to have a plan. Yeah. And that even at the cost of what that plan costs, he executed it anyway. There's this, there's this powerful moment. You can find it online. It's on YouTube. Uh, it was back when the passion of the Christ came out and um, there were, there were claims that the film was anti-Semitic. Um, and uh, the debate then, raged who killed Jesus was it the Romans was it the Jews and it was a big deal back when this movie came out because mm-hmm. of the controversy that was kicked up around the movie Siskel uh, actually Siskel was already gone Roger Ebert is is doing his show that he's always doing with Richard Roper and they're talking about this movie and reviewing it and I don't know that Ebert was a Christian but he says this he's like the debate that's swirling around this movie misses the point it isn't that the Jews killed Jesus or that the Romans killed Jesus. The point is that I killed Jesus. Right. It's that he had to die. Right. And I'm sitting there like, this is a movie reviewer? <laughs> like, he's a, the Chicago Sun-Times or something like that? Okay. But he, I killed Jesus. My right. sins killed Jesus. Right. And the, yes, Tenebrae, man, it, it brings that home. We are responsible. Yeah. Christ came to die for sinners. And you and he leave died in for darkness sin. and quiet. It's just so like... There's no candles. There's no, like, it is just feel the weight of the grief. Right. And then, you know, you have um, the period from Christ's arrest until his actual crucifixion. And that gets us to the Good Friday service. Um, Good Friday is going to feel very similar to what we've done in the past. So we're going to go on tour again. Um, the pastors do oh, this every year. <laughs> we go, we do our tour. Uh, there is So the, the Monday Thursday service happens, not live streamed, only in person on Thursday here in Montgomery. Um, then I say here because that's where we record the podcast. Um, then on Good Friday, there is no service in Montgomery. It only happens in the branches. We start at four o'clock in Port Jervis. Then we had, uh, we, we do the service about an hour. And we all pile in the van and just cook from Port Jervis all the way to Beacon as quickly as we can for the six o'clock Beacon service. Then we jump right back in the van and cook it up to New Paltz for the eight o'clock Good Friday service. Um, and the the Good Friday service, ordinarily, Jeff is in the van with us and he leads at all places. John will preach at all the places. That happens every year. So uh-huh. um, John loves it because he's able to now preach in the branches. He doesn't get to do that as often as he'd like. And so Good Friday is just an opportunity for all of us to hear from the senior pastor. Um, so we're excited about that. He'll be preaching at all the locations. Um, also not live streamed. And so, again, there's only so much we can do. And our branches don't have live stream capability. 
Right. And so, you know, if, if you're praying, there is no good Friday service in Montgomery. Right. right? So there's exactly. So there's no way to live stream and all our live stream capabilities are here in Montgomery. We don't have that in the branches. And so, you know, if this is a, if this is a week where you're really considering, you know what, maybe it's time to come back. This is the time to do it. Holy week's the time to do it. Like maybe you didn't come yesterday to Palm Sunday. That's okay. Come to come to Monday Thursday in Montgomery, or come to Good Friday on uh, on Friday, if you're able to. Like a lot of you guys aren't able to, and I get it. Uh, you're, right. you're not able to because of the virus. You have comorbidities, or or you know your immune system is such that I get it. I, I don't want anybody to feel shamed into coming. Right. But if you're able to, and you've just been putting it off, this is a great time to come back, especially these two services that you can't get online. Um, you know the Good Friday service is about the death of Jesus and it is a somber service and it is a, it is an emotional service. It's supposed to be, it does not end on a high note. How do you, we're not there yet. Right. The drama of the week has to be there. Well, you can't have the, like the joy on Sunday if you don't have like the deep, dark sorrow on Friday. So he dies on Friday and he spends Saturday in the tomb. What does your Saturday looked like when you like, I mean, I understand you're in Florida, you're at the beach, but like spiritually, how do you approach Saturday? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I usually spend a lot of time in music. I usually listen to like a lot, like, you know, have, have music that I go to and listen to. I listen to a lot of choir music Mm -hmm. at that time of the year. Um, Sandy Patty. I mean, yeah. Doesn't Easter make you just wish that you could sing like that woman? She's unreal. She had pipes. Yeah. Has pipes. Has pipes. Still singing. Yeah. But, you know, just, I, I feel like I just try to like keep, yeah. keep that focus and just, just listen to a lot of music and just be, just yeah. be in the feeling. We really don't mourn well in our society. I've noticed this um, at the funerals that I, that I attend and, and some that I officiate others where I'm just kind of playing a support role. We're not great at mourning with people. No. Um, uh, you know, we, we can come and show pity, but we're not great at mourning. And the Christian life has mourning built into it. Our, our, the gospel has mourning built into it. Our sins caused the death of the Son of God. That should crush us. And he was dead. The Son of God lives. He never died, This, but, but Jesus, the Son of God, did. I think it's a whole theological thing we don't have time for. Right. But Jesus is in the tomb on Saturday. You know, you think about the Apostles' Creed, he descended into hell. Like we're talking about the physical agony you saw on the cross is just a glimpse of the spiritual agony that he endures for our sake. I would encourage folks to take Saturday really seriously. Um, I get it. It's, it's the, for a lot of us, it's the end of spring break. You want to spend time with your family. I'm not saying you have to, you know, be in sackcloth and ashes. Right. But take a portion of the day and mourn yeah my dad one time i don't know why he was preaching or talking or teaching or something about this but he was like you know when you have the death of someone who's very close like your sibling your parent like people like it it breaks your soul and you've been with those people for like a couple of decades you know that you might have been with them for 50 or 60 years 70 years like the the separation that that happened when like a Eternal, yeah. you know, like for all eternity. Right. And there was a moment of brokenness. 
it's it's crushing when you really consider what Jesus was willing to do for us. It needs to bring us low. I mean, you said it earlier. It, the joy of Easter is the great reversal of death. But if you don't know the pain of the death itself, you miss out on what that reversal looks like, which is why we then get to celebrate on Easter. Um, and Easter is awesome. We're going to have fun with Easter. Like we, we had talked about the big blowout. It's not possible. We're no, not going to no, do it. Not this year. Um, but we got a ton of services. <laughs> <laughs> we have so many services. Uh, so across the board, every location, sunrise service. Um, if I have to say, you know, if, if I'm ranking my favorite services of the year, they all happen during Holy Week or during the Lenten season. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the sunrise service. It's small. There's, you know, it, it's uh, this year in Beacon, I'm doing the music and I'm sharing from the word. It's going to be kind of a both and this week. Um, but there's something about, you know, the, the women going to the tomb at dawn you know, the sun's not quite even up yet, but they're still going to the tomb with their spices and they're going to anoint the body and they discover the tomb's empty. When you go to a sunrise service, you get to experience a little bit of that. Like, yeah. There's something, I don't know. It, it's not magical. There's just something you get to experience in your body about that moment when yeah. the sun comes up. Yeah. On Easter morning. Yeah. It's great at the beach. <laughs> I can't even imagine. So there's, do you find like a, a sunrise service on the beach? There are some churches that do that. There's so uh, my grandmother lives like in a little community and there is are some retired pastors that are in there and, you know, oh, like cool. church folk. Yeah. So it's not a church that does it, but there's within that community, there's people who do music and, yeah. they, and there's, a, you know, a couple of people who will preach and, you know, share the word and they bring a cross out and put the, you know, yeah. the with the sash on it, but it's on the beach. And you find you, a group of your people you bring and your you, blanket you do it. or your chair and you go and, and, you know, sit in the dark and you just watch the sun come up over the ocean. Oh, and it is wow. just That's cool. Glorious. Glorious. Mm. But I, I don't always bring my children to that one because I want that for myself. Fair. And I don't want them like throwing sand at their neighbor and stuff yeah. like that. So normally we'll, I'll get up and go down to that. Or I'll go with my grandmother yeah. to that. And then um, we usually go to, not usually, we always go to a church mm-hmm. uh, down there. This year we won't because of... Because of COVID. Yes. Sure. They make sure. different choices down there that I'm not I'm not ready for yet. And that's fine. But um, so this year we'll we'll watch online like yeah. we did last year. Yeah. And, then, and that's a, I'm glad you say that because the, the 10 o'clock service this Sunday for Easter Sunday is going to be shown. Uh, that's live streamed like we normally do. So we always uh, live stream our nine o'clock worship service on Easter. It's 10 o'clock that we're live streaming uh, because the services in Montgomery, I mean, they kind of stack up a little bit. We got a 6.30 for the sunrise, 8.30, 10 o'clock is the live stream one, and then an 11.30 service as well. So we wanted to have that that third um, kind of in the sanctuary worship service on Easter just because mm-hmm. we want the opportunity for everybody to come through. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, during Easter, we normally had a ton more services anyway. We had this, uh, the 7.30 service. <laughs> That John calls like the best kept secret at Goodwill Church because few people came at 7.30, but we had the full worship team. Right. And so it was like 50 people got the full Easter experience, but there were only 50 people. It's kind of cool. Anyway, this year it's 8.30, 10, and 11.30. Um, do we say who's here this Sunday? Yeah, do people already know? Dave Pettigrew is going to be here? 
So that's fun. We haven't seen Dave since before COVID. So he's coming back and leading worship for us at, uh, on Easter Sunday, which is going to be cool to see him again. And, uh, and then 10 o'clock services at all our branches for Easter. So that, that's kind of the, actually, it's not quite the end. It's not quite the end. We have a, a baptism service that's going to happen also oh, on nice. Easter. Our confirmation kids are getting baptized. So some of them were already baptized as infants, but those who weren't on, on Easter, they get to be baptized, which is kind of fun. That's a fun day. It is a fun day to get baptized. That's our church in Florida that we used to go to. Yeah, yeah. Did, did a baptism on Easter too. Yeah, it's cool. And listen, I, I know Easter's a long day for people, but if they're able to stick around for that baptism like, service. Are you, are you really doing something better than watching someone give their life to God? Probably not. Wow. I'll All go right. there. Yeah, you I'll did. I'll go there. Okay. <laughs> the peeps and Easter eggs can wait an extra 45 minutes, half hour maybe. <laughs> yeah, well, but I mean, here's the thing. Like maybe you today are making your dinner reservation for Easter. Some people really do that. Great. Make it for a little later. Right. Come to the baptism service. Celebrate and young they're, people they're short being and, baptized. They're and sweet, but so beautiful. It is the, I, I, we just did one. And I, I told folks, it is the most informal service that we do. I yeah. mean, literally the pastors who are running it are in swim trunks because we're about to get into the <laughs> baptismal, right? It is as informal as it gets. And yet one of the most powerful things that we do because it's the sacrament. Right. And uh, to, to miss out on that is a bummer. So, you know, take the time if you can. Come to our baptism service on, on Sunday afternoon, two o'clock, right? Uh, or one o'clock now. It's one. Um, so it's right after the 1130 service. Perfect. Come to the baptism service. It's going to be beautiful. Sorry, I was being harsh to people. I won't be there. Right, you're gonna be on the beach. I've been to other ones, but it's nice when you have yeah. like the church being the church for other people. It's 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 a great it's a great celebration, and so so that's Holy Week. That's what it's gonna look like here at Goodwill this week. Uh, I hope people enjoyed Palm Sunday. I hope they're making plans for the uh, the online Passover meal. Be in Montgomery for Monday Thursday if you can. Be in one of the branches. It, I, I always say it's a great time to visit a branch. If you've never been to one of the branches, go on Good Friday because there's not an option. There's not an option here in Montgomery. Go to a branch, and then Easter. It may not be as as loud as we had hoped. It's still going to be really cool. It's it's yeah. a, it's the declaration that Christ is risen. He's risen indeed. There's nothing better than you that. Can't quiet that. No, no. Literally says the rocks would cry out if we did. <laughs> so, um, all right, Jess. Have a it. great Holy Week. Thanks. I'm Enjoy gonna. your Easter on the beach. I will. Yes. And uh, I hope everybody else here in New York who's not at the beach, we will see you during worship at some point this week. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you again next week on Goodwill Talk as well. This has been episode two of season six of Goodwill Talk. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you like our show, please leave us a five-star rating, write a review, and be sure to tell your friends to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. Check out our episode notes for links to our church website and any resources shared on this episode. Editing and sound design by Jeff DiMatti. Marcos Ortega wrote this episode. Our executive producers are Mike Antonucci, Jeff DiMatti, and Tracy Johnson. Your co-hosts are Pastor Marcos Ortega and Jessica Kilduff. A special thanks to Goodwill Church for supporting this show so we may provide it to you, our listeners, for free. Let's talk again next week.